Welcome to Milk and Honey, a ministry of Posture Shift. My name is Grant Hartley, and I will be your host. This is a podcast meant to showcase the truth, beauty, and goodness of the traditions and communities to which Side B folks belong through the lens of Side B folks ourselves, that is, Christian sexual and gender minorities who submit to what is often called the traditional sexual ethic. It is a space in which we can experience treasures together, music, liturgy, reflections, meditations, teachings, from diverse Side B lives of faith and from the diverse faithful communities which strengthen and nourish us. In this episode, we will be hearing Elizabeth Delgado Black offer a devotional treasure, an excerpt from her talk at Revoice 21, Growing Together Towards Sexual Maturity. Hello, everyone. My name is Elizabeth Black, and I am the co-founder and president of an organization called Kaleidoscope that um, is committed to reaching the LGBTQ community with tangible expressions of Jesus. And I'm just really honored to be on the podcast today to share a treasure um, through a devotional, through a message that I shared at Revoice this past year on um spiritual growth as it relates to sexual identity and uh, the kind of the origin of this message uh, particularly in the clip that you'll hear today is just the idea that often growing up in the church like i did we hear a lot about growing in spiritual maturity and you know being a more mature christian than we were like when we first came to faith um and, and there are so many ways that I've grown in that. However, I don't think I was ever really truly challenged to grow as it relates to my sexual identity. Um, I think we've heard often about not having sex outside of marriage or how sex is meant for a husband and wife. But what does it mean for all of us who are same-sex attracted or identify as LGBTQ? How do we grow in our sexual identity when it comes to our spiritual faith, because I think that they are intricately connected. Um, and something that I learned in looking through the scripture on what does it mean to grow in our faith? What does it mean to mature? As Paul talks a lot about in the New Testament, um, one thing that just was so evident is that we mature together, that maturity does not happen in isolation. And for me, when it came to my sexual identity, I thought the safest and the most spiritually mature thing to do was to keep it a secret, um, even from God. So I remember as a teenager having this prayer where I said, Lord, um, I can't say the thing that I struggle with, but let's just keep it between you and me. And we're going to keep it that way until I die. And it was just a secret that I would keep. And I recognize now that that area of my life never grew. It just sit in silence um, in the deep crevices of my heart. And it was stagnant. It didn't go anywhere. It didn't grow. It just produced shame. Um, and now that I have been more open and honest about my experiences as someone who identifies as bisexual, I have found a community of people who I can pray with, who can challenge me, who can encourage me, who can um, 
kind of convict me at times in the areas where I'm struggling and I can do the same. And, and now today I see that there's growth in that and that couldn't have happened in isolation. It could only have happened in community. Um, and, and that's what the writers uh, of scripture, particularly Paul and the writer of uh, Hebrews was encouraging us when it comes when it comes to our maturity that maturity doesn't happen in isolation but it needs to happen with other members of the faith so may that be an encouragement to all of us in the side B community that we can be that for one another and then also that we can be that for the broader church this is a way we can encourage those um those folks, those family members outside of the side B community to say, look how much we've grown in our our faith as it relates to our sexuality. And maybe we can inspire them to do the same. So I hope that this is an encouragement to all of you. And may it just be the start of, you know, massive spiritual growth as it relates to our sexuality within our community. So what are some things I notice here? in these two passages, when it comes to maturity. I notice first and foremost that we mature together. When I began uh, creating this message, this talk, I actually wanted to make sure I didn't really talk about togetherness because I knew it was a theme and everybody's going to talk about togetherness. But the Lord really showed me in preparation that togetherness is an undeniable aspect for us as we mature in our sexual identities and to sexual maturity. The author of Hebrews, in between these two passages that we read, he talks about the salvific work of Jesus. He talks about his descending and ascending for our salvation, for our redemption. And why? He does all this because he wants to bring us together, that we might be one, united in him, and maturing all the while. This togetherness, this unity is in tandem with our maturity. We cannot do this alone. It's impossible for us to do as Paul described in the Ephesians passage, to no longer be infants tossed back and forth by waves and blown here or there by every wind. We cannot do this without our fellow Family, doing the work alongside us, lifting us up. Therefore, we must be hand in hand, maturing together, speaking truth in love to one another. We should seek not merely to mature as individuals, which we're all used to here in the West. These are all good things. Maturing as an individual is not a bad thing, but that is not why Jesus did the work that he did. It's so that we might mature as a body of Christ. That we here might be a mature part of the body as sexual minorities, acting as one of the vital ligaments of the church. So what does maturity look like together? I believe we are off to a great start. It looks like this right here, all of us gathering together. It looks like SSA Christians, friends, gathering together and praying for one another, bearing one another's burdens, celebrating each other's victories, 
and being the best chosen family we can be by honoring one another's commitments to honor God with our sexuality. Special thanks to Revoice for providing these clips. If you'd like to learn more about Revoice, you can head to their website at revoice.us. And if you'd like to hear more from the Revoice 2021 conference and previous Revoice conferences, you can find other talks at watch.revoice.us. If you'd like to learn more about the ministry of Kaleidoscope, you can head to their website at kaleidoscopeusa.org. Thanks everyone for listening. Once again, Milk and Honey is a podcast brought to you by Posture Shift. You can learn more about their work at PostureShift.com. Shout out also to our sibling podcast, Life on Side B. You can learn more about both podcasts at LifeOnSideB.com. Our producer is Josh Proctor, and I'm your host, Grant Hartley. We've been hard at work to put together more episodes for this coming year, so be on the lookout as we start to release a new episode every month. If you enjoyed this podcast, please leave a review on Apple Podcasts and share it with your friends. If you'd like to learn more or support us, you can become a patron by going to patreon.com forward slash life on side B. And if you have a treasure in the broad categories of devotional, liturgy, or hymnal that you'd like to contribute to Milk and Honey, go to lifeonsideb.com forward slash milk and honey. We would love to hear from you. See you, friends. Talk again soon and very soon. Thank you.